Which Auburn player are we most excited about with spring less than a week away? We'll tell you. This is Locked On Auburn. Freezing temperatures are likely for several hours inland and a few hours closer to the coast. Yes. You are Locked On Auburn, your daily podcast on the Auburn Tigers. Part of the Locked On Podcast Network, your team every day. Yes, welcome on in to Locked On Auburn, your daily Auburn Tigers podcast. I'm your host, Zach Blackerby. Thank you so much for making Locked On Auburn your first listen every single day. Happy Charlie Tuesday to all who celebrate. That means Charlie Five, Auburn message board legend, joining us today. And we're hyped. We are less than a week away from spring starting because it feels like Auburn's starting before everyone else which I'm okay with. Hugh's just anxious. He's just eager to get out there, Charlie Five, and see what his guys have. But we wanted to list five guys, five each, so 10 total dudes that we are most excited about this spring. Sprinkle in a little storyline action, yes. and away we go. Charlie Five, who are you most excited to see this spring? You want me to start with my number one? Number one. Let's, let's just go out of the gate swinging, brother. Okay, I'm... The person I think I go to bed at night thinking about him, and I wake up in the morning thinking about him, and oh. uh, I want to like play a video game with him on this team. But Rivaldo Fairweather, I can't stop thinking about that child. Like he is going to be absolutely a monstrosity. Uh, there, watching film of him, like what's crazy is how fast he is to be that big. Um, and I know everybody is always talking about Evan Ingram. Anytime you talk about a tight end with Gus, you're like, oh, not Gus, uh, Hugh. You're like, oh, wow, Ingram, you did Evan that. I know. Did that. Evan Ingram, Evan, Evan Ingram, Evan Ingram. Right. But I think this dude is like – he's like the the athletic ability of Evan Ingram, but he's way bigger. You know what I mean? So, mm-hmm. it's like who, who, do you, who do you even compare him to? I, I don't know. He, I'm very, very excited about that kid because we don't have anybody like him on the team. Yeah, and I guess just the overall like faith and belief that we'll use them. Right? I mean, I, it seems like we've had guys like that that we just didn't use in that way. Like even dating back to JJ Pegues, even it's just like these 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 guys that are kind of gadget dudes or whatever. He's not a Fairweather's not a gadget dude, but just guys where you could talk yourself into like, yeah, it's easy to be excited about this guy. And so I, I'm with you. That was your first target in the portal that you you wanted. That's the first guy you went out and like tried hard to get. So like, if that's the first guy you want, and that's and you and you got him, like that's the one you had to go get immediately. Can't wait to see that. You think the timing of when guys make their decisions matter? No, but I think the like the how quick uh, you they you jump on them. Like I think how quick they jump on them and how quick it's like. Boom, boom, boom. Let's get them offered. Let's get them visited. Like that, to me, that just shows importance. Yeah. Uh, which that doesn't mean that, you know, like a Gunner Britain's not important, but this guy was a guy they went after literally when the portal opened. Like the clock struck zero and they were after this kid. And that, I don't know, that, that, that has some significance to it. early offers, early pursuit. That has yeah. a lot of significance to me. So, what is a successful spring for Rivaldo Fairweather? look like do we just hear that he's like mossing folks that he's getting targets a ton that we kind of see him in our open windows that we assume that they'll be generous we'll see um how, how do you what's a successful spring for Rivaldo Fairweather in your mind it's a great question and and I don't really <laughs> know I don't really know what the tight end 
I, looks like in this vert, like today's true. version That's of true. Hughes' offense. So, like, what is it? Does he get to the front of the line? Like, he obviously, I want to see him jump to the front of the line. I want to see highlights. I want to see some uh, maybe get get in an um, Auburn football Twitter video, like you said, uh, mossing somebody. Yeah. And then I just want to see, you know, I know A days just for show, but like you want to see, hey, we're going to use not only is this kid good, but we're going to use him, whether it be a a fade uh, a fade opportunity in the end zone, throwing mm. it could be one pass over the middle for you know fifteen yards or just uh, a third and nine that he runs out and sits down in the middle of the field and 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 they find him. Like I just want to see that kid who I think can be a weapon be yeah. used as that weapon. That's what I want to see. Yeah, and also just like from a personnel standpoint, can he and Landon King be on the field at the same time? Nick Mardner, the 6'6 transfer from Cincinnati, like can these bigger wow. bodied pass catchers, like can they line up next to each other on the field or are they all kind of going to be used the same? I, I think that'll be fun to see as well. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. I mean, I, I just thought about that and got chills down my spine. I mean, you're talking about 6'6", six, 6'6", six, 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 and 6'5", six, or 6'4", six, uh, three options. Um, one of them on the outside that could burn you on the outside. And Mardner. Two, yep. Yeah, which is Mardner. And then you got two that um, could play inside. And, you know, Landon King could even play some outside. So, mm-hmm. boy, right. boy, boy, there's some options there. Yep. All right. You mentioned you go to sleep thinking about your number one, which was Rivaldo Fairweather. I do the same. My number one is Gunnar Britton. Mm. I, I mean, I think I've been pretty consistent with that. I, I just think what he adds at left tackle is something we haven't seen at Auburn in close to a decade. Like, seriously, mm-hmm. close to a decade as far as what my expectations for him at left tackle are. I, I mean, I think he'll be the best left tackle, Charlie, five since Greg Robinson. Yeah, I mean, I could, I could see it. I could see that. I could see that easily. Um, he's almost so – He was all, he's almost like – too good that he couldn't get on my list because I just I just I expect him to be the best. You know what I mean? Like I expect him already to be the best. So there's kind I'm, of something about linemen though, right? Where it's like, eh, like just do your job. We won't notice how you, you really know that they're that good. <laughs> you know, yeah. you're just gonna have to read notes and things like that. But um, no, I, I, I like I like Gunner a lot. Um, he's he's the only guy I feel like that I've seen in person that looks bigger than he did when he wears pads. Like it's, it's crazy watching some of his highlights from Western Kentucky. I swear he looked bigger the first time I saw him in person. So uh, he he'll be a stud. Yeah. I'm there with you. I'm there with you. I thought about from my list of five, just putting the five projected starters on offensive line. Really thought about it. One really, really thought about it. Yeah. Um, that's the only offensive lineman we talk about today. All right. You've got, Number two on our list, both defenders. We'll discuss them in just a moment, Charlie Five, right here on Locked on Auburn. Today's show brought to you by our friends at Built Bar. I'm not guaranteeing this, but Gunnar Britton probably eats Built Bars. I'm I'm certain he eats a bunch of things. A bunch of things because he is a ginormous, ginormous human being. And if you're looking for a delicious treat and you don't want all the fat and calories, then you got to try a Built Bar. What makes Built Bar so good? They're covered 100% of real chocolate. That's right. Real delicious, decadent chocolate. And they've got great flavors. Churro, peanut butter, brownie, coconut, almond. And all these bars have like 130 calories. That's it. They're packed with protein, only four grams of sugar. What's not to like about that? So head over to your nearest Walmart or Sam's Club, if you're a member of the club, and, and head over and get a built Bar. 
or just head over to built.com. They'll have more options there for you as well. Love you so much, Built Bar. Charlie Five, our guest today. My number two, as far as guys I'm most excited to see this spring, which we'll see less than a week away, DJ James. I did like a full mm. show with him uh, or about him um, with Lindsay yesterday, if you want to check that out. I think he has a chance for his 2023 season to be the best corner in the SEC. Charlie Five, very, very high on what he's able to do. I think he's going to need some help with the pass rush, but still um, very, very high on DJ James. So he's my number two, just to see, like, can he do it? Can he continue to put it all together like we saw towards the end of last season? First round pick. I'm just going to go ahead and say it. I think, I, a, I think I think he's, he's a, a top fifty guy. pick. Seriously, like, and I don't think that that's that. I don't think it's that crazy to say. I, I I really don't. He's he's very very talented, very talented. Um, my number two is uh, a portal guy, another portal guy, Demario Tolan. Uh, I am. We were pretty bad uh, at linebacker last year. Um, mm-hmm. We wanted Demario coming out of high school. He's 6'2", 225, 230, whatever, can run. He played a little bit. He played good against Alabama uh, last year, uh, and we need so much help there. He's To me, he's very vital uh, to that defensive success, his success. So I'm excited to see uh, what he can do and if he's, you know, can he can live, uh, I guess, fill the, you know, expectations uh, that, that – um, we have going out and getting him and his ranking and whatnot. Uh, sure. and he's still so young too, man. We could, we could literally, we could have three years of it. I hope we only have two because uh, that would mean he's been that great. But I mean, you could, you, we could have him for a while. So I'm, I'm very excited to see uh, him just in all in, in orange and blue. What are your expectations for him? Number one linebacker, number two linebacker. I assume since you have him at second on your list, I'm, I'm, I'm going to say it. But number three linebacker, like, can he, you know, I don't see both Cam Riley and Austin Keys being ahead of him in the depth chart. But what do you think? Uh, I think he could be, I think he could be your starting middle linebacker. I really do. I, I, I think it's going to be, I think it'll be that uh, somewhere that three, three man mix of uh, him, Riley, and Keys. I don't, Keys and Riley are kind of the same. They kind of seem like a, a little bit of the same player. Demario seems a little bit more athletic than both of them. I, mm. I think he can kind of play pretty much sideline to sideline all over the place. So uh, I think he has the the most upside as like your dude in the middle, your middle linebacker that can play every down against all uh, formations. I think that's I think I think he's could be that guy. All right, my number three is Kay and Lee. I'll stay with the theme of corners going mm. from DJ to Kay and Lee. One, how stinking good he is. Uh, just talking to players on the roster already, they're they're impressed with his physical abilities with as young as he is. But how do they use him, Charlie Five? Because like he has the body more of a nickel. Do they put him outside and just let him He's play off ball? He's everything. He's fantastic. I love him. So how do they use him? How often do we get to see him? Uh, I'm all about Kane Lee. But it's going to be tricky because... I don't know how he cracks the rotation. So it's many big, DBs. Yeah, yeah. So I think that's going to be part of the nod of how they use him because I think how they choose to use him will be his quickest path to playing time and helping in 2023. And I don't think that's going to be necessarily what the the spot he's married to throughout his time at Auburn. Like maybe they scoot him outside, maybe they scoot him inside. We'll see. But um, 
I also think where they use them may kind of say, okay, maybe we're the weakest here or the thinnest here because they want them on the field. Yeah. So we'll see. And, and it's going to be hard to keep that kid off the field. I say that, but there's so, and, and the, the room is so deep. Yeah. But I think it's going to be hard to keep that kid off the field. Like, and I really think he would be a, a fantastic nickel because he likes to hit and he's physical. I think he could be an unbelievable nickel. Uh, for three years at at Auburn, I think he could play for three years and be in just go, just go. I mean, he's he's going to be good. He's going to yeah. Be good. I, I think he's going to be what we thought Christian Tut could be. Oh, great! I'm like I'm an athletic, rangy dude that'll knock the crap out of you that doesn't get lost during the play, and he can defend a play behind him. It doesn't just have to be in front. It doesn't have to be in front of him. He can defend down the yeah, field. Yeah, it's like, yeah. oh, the ball's in the air. I can react to it. I don't have yeah. to stop. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. This guy's running past me. Let me turn around and run with him. And uh, not just that's, that's right. Yeah. That's right. Yeah. A little bit of anticipation goes a long way. Yep. All right. Who's your who's your number three? Cam Brown, man. It's time. It is time. You want to talk about Moss and dudes? Like that's all we heard last spring. Mm. And then of course. We hit him in the little closet like we always do. We have a spring legend and a, and a fall – not a spring legend. We have a fall camp legend, and then then the, he he doesn't really get a chance to shine only a few times, and he does shine all those few times. He's the – he's got to be the alpha out there, year two. He's the only – to me, the only big-bodied – like I can go just beat you for – you know, just go beat you one on one. I don't have. To, I can. I can run by you. I can run through you. I can run around you, or I can jump over you. Like he can do all those. Right. Uh, and uh, man, he, he's just to be so young and be so physically impressive all, already. Like, what is he gonna do? Like I saw that. You see that video? That it, totally fake, by the way. Uh, this the Seahawks guy. Is it? What's his name? I can't think. The Metcalf. Um, Metcalf, where he jumps up okay. and. Yeah. And does the uh, one-handed catch? Like I, I, I feel like he's got that type of athletic ability. He's that type of athlete. And uh, who coached DK Metcalf at Ole Miss? I think that was that had to be. I know. Yeah, I know who it was, recruited it was him. It was I know. Who, I know, yeah. I know who right. recruited him there. Uh, That's right, brother. That's right. Did. That's right. So he knows how to use those guys. Is all I'm saying. I'm there yep. with you, man. I'm there with you. My number four is a is a wide receiver as well. Is Coy Moore. I think he's a guy with a ton of talent. And I think a lot of wide receivers on Auburn's roster are talented. They just haven't been used in a scheme that has set them up for success. And I think Coy Moore can benefit from a lot of things. I think this scheme is going to open him up more. I think he's going to get more opportunities. And hopefully, hopefully the passing game's better and the quarterbacks can get him the football. The protection should be better. Can Robbie and TJ take steps forward as passers? Can Holden Gurner deliver the ball consistently if he's given the opportunities to do so? I think just as far as passing efficiency goes, like it can't get worse year over yeah. year in a new scheme. I don't think. And I think Coy Moore is going to be one of several wide receivers to benefit from this. But you talk about number one wide receiver capabilities. I think Coy Moore has it. And there's a list of other dudes that we've talked about having it. Like Javaris Johnson could have it. He could have made this list for the exact same reasons. I just chose Coy Moore because I like I like Coy Moore a lot. So um, I, when I look at Camden Brown, I don't look at him like leading the offense and receiving. I look at Coy Moore or Javaris Johnson and saying, okay, I think whoever wins that battle and becomes the number one guy, I think that's going to be the guy who leads the receiver. 
Sure. I see, and Camden Brown, I see he's like leading in touchdowns. That's what, sure. I, that's what I see him. But Coy Moore, you for, we forget he's only a junior. Like, yeah. like, like when we get these tra- – we've got these transfers in the past, it's been like one year mm-hmm. and done. He was a sophomore last year in a terrible offense that was that could not complete passes, and he's got a lot of talent. You know, maybe that's a good – I mean, that could be a good – he could be your number one outside guy. Like, he could be he could be that guy. So, um, I like Coy. I like Coy, and I, I always – I keep forgetting how young he actually is. Like, we got two more – we could have two more years of this guy. So, um Need need him to uh, need definitely need to step him to step up and I'm excited I'm excited to see him as well. Which player are you fourth most excited about for this spring? Big Daddy in the middle, Big Diesel transfer Justin Rogers. You got you got like one two years max out of him. Former five star. We got to have that nose that that true. Uh, I don't know. We call it a zero. Is that what you call it? Is it a, you got to have that true guy right there. Zero is head up the center. Head up the center that can eat up gaps. And this dude can eat up a, a ton of them. So uh, I'm looking forward to seeing if he is going to be able to fit the billing of being that, you know, being that guy that can just sit down in the middle and yeah. then maybe make some plays here or there, but mostly just occupy a ton of space and create havoc. Uh, he's been able to do that at times. I think he had an unbelievable game against Florida last year, maybe. I think it was. was his one of his best games. Uh, sort of like progressive. He maybe wasn't that five-star right out of the gate at, at Kentucky, but sort of progressively got better. So could this be his peak? Could this be the time for him to, you know, really explode? Uh, I'm looking forward to seeing him. Could be a good situation, that battle between him and Jason Jones. Um, it's going to make them both better. There's no question oh, yeah. about it. And I, and you I got think the kid it's from Purdue as well. You got the um, Lawrence, Lawrence Johnson. Lawrence yep. Johnson. You got those three. That's some depth right there. Just head up on your center. Like, get you some. Yeah, and all of those guys, like, they may play fewer snaps, but those snaps, are just gonna, you're going to get so much more out of them. Oh, yes. What you need on the defensive line. So Imagine, te- imagine starting off at center, and you have – you start off with a – Jason Jones or Justin Rogers, you rotate. Then they, they rotate in the next series, and it's the other one. And then you, yep. you know, rotate. They're in the next always series. fresh while the center is then like it's Lawrence Johnson. Yeah. You're like, right. you don't get you don't get under 315, 20 pounds, and it's just barreling down on you the whole game. Has got well, be. also if you're a center and you've got to do the mental side of like, who's coming. With yeah. this new Ron Roberts defense of like you're you're exhausted because these three hundred pound men are beating you up, and then you're also like, is Demario Tolan coming behind him? Is Cam Riley coming? What's Austin Keys doing over there? Can Lawrence Johnson slant in? Marcus Harris? Well, oh my gosh, he's lining up closer to me. What does that mean? There's a lot of things that these guys are gonna have to process when they're tired, and when you're tired, you make lazy decisions. And so oh, yeah. that that that's that's why you it got works. three you got three twenty leaning on you. Every every single snap. Yeah. While you're tired making yep, decisions. That's, Love. that's right. That's right. All right. We both have one more player each on our list. They're both offensive players. One is a newcomer, one is not. We will share what we mean by that in just a moment, right here on Locked On Auburn. Charlie Five, it's 2023. Can you imagine? Can you imagine not using LinkedIn jobs to hire people to be on your team? I cannot. Everybody's got it. You got to do it. Uh, that's right. That's right. If I told you that there were over 800 million member profiles you could push your job out to, would you say that that's a lot? I, I like I like my odds. Yeah. 875 million. 
to be exact. Holy cow. I know it. I know it. you can identify qualified candidates on LinkedIn jobs and you connect with them fast. And Charlie five, this, this service probably sounds like it costs a lot because it's too good to be true. Right? Yeah. Seems fake. It's free. Wow. It's free. All you have to do is go to linkedin.com slash locked on college to post your job for free. That's linkedin.com slash locked on college terms and conditions apply. My final person on this five man list, Brian Batie, the South Florida transfer running back. We all know Jarquez is the dude. We all know Jarquez is the dude. What happens after him? Little interesting. And whenever I ride off to Mari Austin, Y'all load up my comment section, and I got to be very clear. I'm not anti-Damari. I just don't know where the touches are. I just don't know where the touches are going to be. And I think Jeremiah Cobb's too special of a player to keep off the field, regardless of him coming later this year. So very excited to see how they use Brian Petit. Very excited to see him in the return game. Very excited to see if they throw it to him. And also, if we hear about him in blitz pickup, what exactly that looks like, because I think that's something I actually question on when people talk about him being a third down back, I kind of wonder if he can do that. Not a big dude. So, uh, yeah, just the usage of Brian Batie. That's something that gets me very, very excited. He would have been higher on my list, but the things that I'm excited about him, I don't feel like we'll see a lot of from spring, and that's return, point. in the return game. And Good I point. think Because I think he's going to be an absolute phenom returning kickoffs. Uh, and, uh, I mean, you know, in A day they do two-hand touch. So, like, you're not going to – Really get to see it, so uh, that's the only reason he didn't make make it higher on my list. But he is he's going to be fun to watch. He's a great ad late, dude. How um, about with the first time you and I talked about him, we called him Batty, Brian Batty. We didn't know, didn't, didn't know. know. Kind of like it still, but it is what it is. We, and it's I think you, I think you build it as he's a Batty. So what was the bigger whiff? <laughs> Us calling Brian Batty Batty, <laughs> or um. Us saying, does Dalen Warsham's name is Dazzling? You did that show with me, didn't you? Yeah, I think I did. I, I think you did too. Dazzling for sure is a okay. bigger mess. <laughs> Dazzling and Dazalen is two wildly different, like wildly different. <laughs> Batty and Batie is not that far off, but that Dazzling <sighs> and Dazalen, like that changes a lot. Yeah, you're right. <laughs> You're right. We did a full segment on like how great his name was, but yeah. yeah. All right. Who's my your num- number five? My number five is uh, Holden, uh, and I think Gurner. this is a, got it. Gurner. I think this is a very crucial spring for him because you're going to have Walker White and Baby Goat hot on your heels. Um, mm. You've got already got talk of possibly bringing in a. Uh, you know, maybe a, a spring portal guide to, you know, either lead or, or whatever. Um, you got to show where you fit in this, in the future of this room. This is your, like, you have to, you, you have to step up and you have to show that, Hey, I'm not just a roster spot until y'all get who you need. And then you can cut me loose. Like you, you gotta, you gotta show out. And I think he has, mm-hmm. I think he's probably the, like, as far as just pure, Arm talent and passing ability. I think he's probably the best quarterback that's in that in that um, room right now. So, uh, from just from that standpoint, does he have every all the other tools that it takes to be successful? I don't know, but I think I'm excited to see where he is, where where he is right now. Like, where 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 are you? What's your trajectory? 
I'd love to see him be able to, you know, get some good, meaningful snaps with some, you know, maybe some ones or whatever, and just kind of see see where the kid is right now. Because I think this is a monumental spring for him. Yeah, I think we probably on this show we probably should have talked about Holden Gurner more because I think there's a real chance he can beat out the other two guys right now with, with what Hugh Freeze is looking for. And I think the messaging that's out there. So let me ask you out of a hundred, right? If you had to give percentage points to the three quarterbacks, as far as who's most likely to be the first to trot out. Yeah. On a day. Yeah. How would you divide it up? Okay, so who who do we have? We got Robbie, TJ, um, and Holden, and Holden. Hank's not here yet. He's not. Hank early Brown's not coming until summer. Yeah. Okay. And then obviously so, the portal periods in May, so you're not going to have that. You probably got Robbie at sixty, and the other two split twenty twenty. You think TJ's twenty percent? If that. Okay. I'm not sure how. I mean, we know we've all we we've all heard like you know heard you know what could possibly happen in may is he does he even really want to still be here like i don't, I don't even know i mean if he I, I, i'm not going to be totally shocked if he doesn't even go through spring practice i think he would be dumb not to but um like what how does that how does that look so um i i think it's robbie one uh and then the other two sort of battling each other out for you know the two spot to get a, a little bit more reps yeah i i think it's closer you, I'd give, I'd give TJ like ten percent. Okay. And then I would, I don't know, fifty percent Robbie, forty percent Holden. That close. You just don't. I just don't know. If you have... is being like, I mean, there's a chance it's all coach speak and just sending a message, but the whole growing up thing, talking about this quarterbacks growing up over and over and over again, like. And just his emphasis on getting these lists every day and, like, you yeah. don't want your name on the list. The list is bad. Uh, TJ and Robbie, their names are on the list. Yeah. I don't, I don't know about how frequent, but, like, I'm sure that's happened. I know it's happened. Yeah. Holden. Sort of quiet. You don't hear a whole yeah. lot from that aspect. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah, like if I had to bet whose name was on the list the least, like I would say Holden. Pro you're probably right. How much does that matter? The, I mean, obviously, you got to go out and win the job. Like physically, you've got to go win it. But I think he's got the ability to do that. I think. I yeah, think. Yeah, I think I'm right there with you. I think I so, think so, and that's why I'm excited. Let's let's. This is this is your spring, bud. You gotta you gotta sack up and let's go. This, after this a day, we there's a very real chance we could be doing you know a winners of spring type show or whatever. And Holden's the winner. There's a very real chance that that happens. I could see it happening. I could yep. see it happening. Yep. Um, hey, tomorrow on the show, I sit down with uh, a guy that you just mentioned uh, a few minutes ago. Walker White comes Let's on the go. show. Yeah. Let's go, very, very impressive young man. Very, very impressive. I, I guess he's 17. Like, he doesn't, he doesn't talk like he's 17. That guy's got his life together. Very, very impressive. So, be sure to, um, be sure to check that out. And kind of walks us through his recruitment in a way I'm like, oh, very, very interesting stuff as far as what all went into his commitment and things like that. You don't want to miss you don't want to miss that tomorrow. I can't Char wait for that. Yeah. Charlie Five, how can people uh, check out uh, everything you got going on? Absolutely. Find me on Twitter at the underscore Charlie underscore five and the locked on Auburn Discord. Uh on the 
AU Live, the corner message board, or Monday, Wednesday, Friday on the Dad Bod Golf Pod. You can follow me on Twitter at Z Blackerby. You can find all my written work at auburndaily.com. We'll see you tomorrow. This has been Locked on Auburn.